Welcome to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, and on tonight's episode, we have comedian Joey Villa Gomez and riding shotgun, my friend and the voice of reason, Patty Vasquez. Now, I want to give a shout out really quick to my friend Scott Shapiro. I know some of you guys have heard of me talking about being a lawyer, but if you've actually been hurt on the job and you need help, or legal help in any compensation, uh, you may be entitled to not only payment for your medical treatment, but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well. Attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for almost 20 years. Contact him at 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. The law offices of Scott B. Shapiro are a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations are free of charge, so do not take a chance and wait. Call 312-648-8800 or check out his website at www.scottshapirolegal.com. And now for another edition of Singles Only. Easy came and easy went Mama said this day's like this Alright, it's time for Singles Only. My name is Paul Farvar and uh, I want to first bring on uh, the voice of reason, my friend, uh, riding shotgun, co-hosting this thing, Patty Vasquez. I feel a little embarrassed that you, uh, that you say I'm the voice of reason. I feel like I'm learning more from these podcasts than I am from my putting a reasonable voice to it well the thing is is we need someone that can kind of like clue us in in case we're t- we're you know inside baseball single okay. talk i don't about know if that's gonna be ha- single you mean yeah like okay. stuff you're like wait what's tinder like know. you know just so the so the <laughs> so the people who have been successfully in relationships while all this single life has changed in the last five years we can we, we reach out to them too. okay all right fair that's enough. the thing but i don't think that's gonna happen tonight because no i <laughs> Uh, I think I think our guest is in the same situation I am. Yeah. What our, is all our, this stuff? Yeah. Our guest is uh, a good friend of mine um, who sadly recently has uh, become single. Is that right, Joey Villagomez? Yeah, se- semi-single, I guess. The paperwork's <laughs> not done. <laughs> finalized. You haven't crossed all the T's yet? Yep. So, Joey Villagomez, you uh, you were married, and now you're... Wh- why don't you explain well, it to us? Uh, here, here, here's how it's weird, because I'm still technically married. Okay. But... Uh, I've been married for 20 years to the same woman. Uh, we got married at 19. 20 years later, our kids are one's 20 years old, one of them 16, and just the flame fizzled out, man. You know, oh. it's like we're like roommates. We get along. We watch movies together. We smoke weed together. Just you know, the whole romantic part is just it's fizzled gone. out, man. And now the kids are old enough where you don't, you don't, you. I mean, I, to me, that's. It sounds like you guys are on the same page, and you guys want to have. Yeah, even even the kids are on the same page. Really, I mean, they're yeah, like, yeah, you guys like, had nothing. Just yeah, like friendly. we joke, like like we'll be having dinner together, or whatever, and you know, Carol will say some shit like, and I'll say something like, "Oh, I'm gonna be on the road for a month. You guys ain't gonna miss me." And you know, Carol will be like, "No, nah, we're not gonna miss you. You call us every day anyway." You know, and then the kids will laugh about it, like, "Yeah, you're always bothering us anyway when you're not home." So, so yeah, you know, it's all a big joke right now. So that's cool. <laughs> How long were you were you dating your wife before you got married? Because if you were uh, 19... We were, we were dating for about two years. Okay. I met her, like, at the end of my junior year. And then we had high a baby school. my senior yeah. year. Yeah, high school. 
And then we got married the year after I graduated high school. So and yeah, by the way, two one, years. one of my favorite jokes you do is how you guys met. When you, you t- I, whether oh, yeah, that's at, true at a party. or not. But yeah, that's well, like my here, favorite joke. I'll, I'll break down that story. It's pretty fucking crazy. It's, you ever write a joke where you kind of took two stories? Yeah, combined two. <laughs> like yeah. two crazy fucking funny two stories? Yeah. Just yeah. Combine it, it into one funny joke? Right. That's kind of what I did with that. It was one of the... I did meet my wife at a party uh, in the base, in one of those basement parties, like a bunch of high school students, fucking keggers, smoking weed, everybody, DJ, whatever, gangbangers. And uh, we that's where we met, and we started talking over the phone. But the actual gang fight, gang fight part that I put in the story, because the, the joke is that I met her at a party, a gang fight broke, broke out, everybody ran, and I ended up giving her and her friends a ride home. But the real story about the gang fight part was, it was, we were already talking for about two weeks. We ended up going to a party in the same at the same house that we met. It was on 48th and Hoing. It's a pretty rough neighborhood back of the yards. So we went to the same house for another party. And while we were outside all hanging out, some gangbangers that were at the party with us were like hanging out across the street. A fight broke out there. And then about 30 minutes later, somebody from the railroad tracks just started shooting at the party. Jeez. Oh, my God. So the actual party and fight that me and my wife kind of fell in love with was actually a shooting we got shot at it was fucking crazy you know you should never well, start a relationship yeah. under stressful situations no the isn't thing that, is like isn't that from speed with but the, yeah true know. but here's the thing though it was one of those like we were nowhere near the danger we were still by the house and right. we were shooting at the car across the street from the house but her friend was over there talking to one of the guys so it was one of those things like after it all happened we're like, oh my god, we survived this shit together. Oh, you know. See, it was the adrenaline. <laughs> it lasted twenty years. Yeah, twenty yeah, plus 20 years. years yeah. yeah. So, so, but you you dated her, so she was like, I mean, you've dated her for all this time, and then what? When did you? What was it that you guys? How did you guys decide? You're like, yeah, this isn't working. I mean, because you're still I, friendly, right? Well, you, you know what? I mean, I mean, I'll be completely honest with you guys. I mean, we're young. I'm thirty eight. She's thirty seven, and it's uh. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I told you the whole story. My wife, she got sick first. My wife had a, she had thyroid issues. Okay. And when it first came to be about a year and a half ago, we, we, it was we thought it was cancer. It was a cancer scare mm-hmm. basically, and it fucked my wife's head up. Right. You know what I mean? She it changed she, her outlook. It changed on everything, dude. I mean, she was uh, she was losing weight. She had ended up having something called uh, hyperthyroidism, mm-hmm. which yeah. then got diagnosed to Graves' disease. Oh, where wow. she has to have her thyroid removed because mm-hmm. it's always going to fucking go out of whack or whatever. So when all that happened, you know, it affects her hormones and it's kind of like she, it's kind of like she went through a mini menopause at the age of fucking 35. Right, you know Ch- I mean? it changes it chemically it and hormonally. Completely right. changed her. I mean, her mood, she seemed depressed a lot and then we were all scared because we thought it was cancer at first. So and then when, when all that happened and she found out it was Graves' disease and she had to schedule her, her thyroid surgery and all that, it was it was just like during that eight nine month period, we didn't kiss. She didn't feel sexy at all. You know. Yeah. We still got along. We would go out and everything, and it just turned into one of those things. And I started going on the road, and then I did the two months in L.A., and uh, and it was just one. You know what? Just do whatever you got to do. Don't worry about me. So, right. And it's hard to pick up again if you've gone for so long, and it's like awkward. It's yeah. It's like, really awkward. Like I honestly, I wouldn't even know how to be like romantic with her right now anymore. <laughs> like. I try to mess around. Like, hey, we're gonna get together, or what? and it's like you know what? I guess well, not. <laughs> and, you, and you keep waiting for her to initiate, too. Well, probably, probably not anymore. Not, right, but you did. I, it first. I did for a while, yeah. And yeah. then, uh, I'm I'm not, I'm not one of those kind of guys where it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, you know, I'm a man. I need to have sex. Because 
it could have easily turned into that. Right. But my wife knows how I am, and she knows I'm always out and I meet people. She was never been the jealous type. But that's one thing. In 20 years, we've never, ever gotten into a fight about any jealousy. Maybe younger, when we first met, you know, who the fuck was that guy you were talking to? Mm-hmm. But in those 20 years of being married, she's never grabbed my phone like, oh, who's this bitch? So we never went through that jealousy shit. So she, it was kind of one of those things like, look, just go do your comedy shit. If you meet women, I don't need to know. Just do your thing. Wow. Wow. Like, I don't even want to know. So, but you guys are still <laughs> friendly. Do you think that, that there's a possibility that after you guys take this break, you guys might get, I mean, like, yeah, I, you never you don't know, know what's going to happen. Like, I, I even joke with her. I'm like, you probably wait until, until I fucking make it big or something. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, and, and then she, I mean, jokes back, like, either way, you're still going to owe me money. Right. Spent 20 years with you. you know, so. <laughs> That's true. But I mean, now that you are, I mean, technically single, are you going? Are you going out and like trying to meet people? How are you? Not, not really, man. I you've mean, been I, out of the market for so long. Things have changed. Twenty-two it's, years. That's why it's so weird. Like, I thought that. You know what I mean? I thought, oh, I'm gonna go out there meet women and this and that. And it's, it's. I still have. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I still kind of have that married man mentality. Like, you hear the new bit I do about somebody telling me to get on Tinder, and I'm like, oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that they wanted to fuck like right now on Tinder. You know, like they're kind of weirded me out. Right yeah. Now. yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I met a girl and she's like, oh, let's hook up. I'm like, oh, I want to get coffee. And she's like, no, let's fuck. I'm like, hold on. I, I got to ask Wait my a wife. minute. <laughs> like, that's the joke. Wait, that <laughs> never happens to me. And I've been on Tinder like for years. So, but no, I guess. She's probably Try a Tinder in Los Angeles. Maybe I'm not getting. Oh, yeah. Sox fans are different. <laughs> yeah. I got to get, I got to go to the back of the yard. Well, yeah, and then again, drunken Cup fans after a World Series game might be the they, same, too. Exactly. There you go. You got to find some of the baseball fans. Uh, yep. I don't know if I really want that anyway. But, so what, so yeah, and what, that's the thing, too. I'm not like... It's one of those things where at this moment where where I kind of stand in my life, like, I don't... I'm, I'm not... I don't want a girlfriend or anything. It's, it's one of those, like, this is my chance to go New York, L.A. and do my thing and just get this comedy do shit. Do the work, right. Yeah, I'm ready yeah, so to put pers- in more work. You're pursuing your ambition... And now you don't have to worry so much about about coming life. home late. Yeah. You know the the little things that I used to. I stopped hanging out for a while. I don't know if you knew me when I first started doing stand up. I know Patty. I mean, I used to drink a lot when I used to hang out at Mikey O's. That shows. would not be the way I would describe. But I would be the. I mean, <laughs> not my memory of it, but if you I say mean, so. I mean, because I wasn't a belligerent drunk, but <laughs> I did stay out late and okay. drink a lot more right. than I do now. I remember those days, and that caused a lot of fights with my wife when I first started stand up because I would come home late, three, four in the morning. Part of the networking. It's part of the socializing yeah, but, and hanging out with the other comics. But kind of hammered and barely well, escaping a DUI, you know? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm glad that's why right. I don't drink anymore, really, after shows. But we went through all that. So now it's kind of like, whatever. Just get that career shit straight. And but you guys still live together? Yeah, we still live in the same place. Or you're like in a so garage? So when you say you live... Yeah, I was no, no, say... no, I live... I, the, the upstairs is like half of the kids' room, and then I got the other half with my TV and the couch or whatever, and... Yeah, but I mean, we still watch movies together downstairs in the, in the bedroom. You know what I mean? We're still cool. Weird, really I, weird. I mean, it, it's it, in practicality. It sounds like, like a great. Yeah, it sounds like a great deal. Do but you think I mean, she's dating too? No, I don't think no. so. At the, not not right now because like she just had the surgery a couple months ago. Okay. And all that, but yeah, I don't I don't think she's doing that now. But and you're okay with it though if she is. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. What if she brings but someone I, like, home for, or something? No, no, hell, that's disrespectful. Right. And I you don't do that, that either. Right, right. No, yeah, no, that I, I, one I, of that's where you draw the line. Yeah. No, it makes sense. No, no, I mean, I got to have my own place and all that shit to do that, man. Okay, it makes sense. I mean, that makes uh, the whole thing. And my daughter's, it, it, uh, that's another weird thing. Even though my kids joke about the situation, 
I don't I don't know how my daughters would feel if they were to see me like yeah walking down the street like holding some girl's hand or something like I can see my youngest like what the hell are you doing? It but, messes up with their reality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they all they're okay. You're, you said all your kids are okay with it and they're they're it's only two, Paul. Why you gotta right. say all my kids, man? Well, I just assume no, there's kidding, multiple. Yeah, they, them, <laughs> them people. So all your kids are okay with it? Yeah. Well, yeah, you, no. I know you have an older who's twenty now, or yeah, she's twenty. Twenty, and okay. the youngest is sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah, I so mean, they know, they, they know like, what's up. I know there are a lot of families that, uh, you know, their their parents stay together for their kids, okay? And then you go back in life, and, and I know for my, I don't, you know, I don't want to say necessarily for my parents, but maybe they should have got divorced like 20 years ago. And no, separated. no, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, you don't want to be, you guys, like you said, you're young. You still have your whole, like, this whole period of your life where you can, like, expand individually as a person or pursue your career. Maybe no, she no, wants exactly. to pursue I'm, some I'm, stuff. I'm not 40 yet. So that's kind of my goal is like I have the next 10 years to make something for myself. Because, I mean, I've known you since I started doing stand-up. And that was in, what, 05? I, my, I don't know. My youngest started. kid, my youngest daughter was fucking three, dude. Mm-hmm. And when I started to pick up steam, I used to like, I mean, part of me was like, oh, I would love to move to L.A. and New York. But I had like babies. You, I've always been working. like a dad. A, I've always full-time. loved my kids. Yeah. Yeah. I've never You're providing been, for them, and it's not easy to yeah, do. Yeah, I had a full-time job with yeah. the city. So it was kind of like I, I've always balanced it. And uh, I always, I think the timing was perfect because when I hit about 30, that's kind of when I was like, oh, in six or seven more years, they might, they're going to be out of the house. Right. So this gives me five, six years to just keep perfecting my stand-up in Chicago without actually having to move permanently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now, like, I'm ready now. When I, when I went to New York last year, when I went to L.A. a couple months ago, I mean... I was like way more polished than I was five, six years ago. Right. So I, I just kind of feel like, you know, I had kids at a young age for a reason. Right. Are you? I, I got the next 20 years to live again. Exactly. <laughs> so you, you don't, you, you're obviously not pursuing anything, but like you do, you are single now and you tell these stories on stage. Do girls come up to you after shows and talk to you? Be like, hey, is yeah, that Yeah, yeah, that, that's a little weird, man. I got to get, I did the, the joke about have, the Tinder right. thing on last Saturday and it was, I mean, they were young. Like 21, 22. <laughs> girls are At talking. Fact, they, oh, wow. A little group of them. Uh, who was with me? Uh, Aaron Weaver was with me. Oh, nice. Because me and him were the funniest ones on the show. <laughs> and they immediately, hey, you're hilarious. Are you really separated? And it was, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. And that's weird. But they were Would so you? young. Yeah, it was weird. It's like, they look like my oldest daughter. I was going to say, they're close in age to your older daughter. Yep. Yeah, but so yeah, it's because I still talk? look young from the face. Yeah, man, you so do. it's weird. In the face, he said. Yeah, just in the face. Well, I don't want to know where else you don't look young. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just the way I feel. I feel like old man. Oh. Yeah, but you're not going to go race them. You're just going to be yeah, like, Yeah, but hey, still, like, just even, like, you know, you know, you just do the little jog across the street, like, oh, shit, a car's coming. Like, even just that, it's like, oh, my God, fuck my knees. <laughs> you know, so are you going like to get that, back man. in shape I got a then? bad knee, yeah. Are you going to start to, to take really, care of yourself? Man. I mean, I don't really do anything crazy. Yeah, but now you're, you're I mean, you got to. I actually, it's kind of the opposite. This last month, I caught myself drinking fucking way more because I don't have that, uh, oh, I got to get home. Well, oh, my God, it's already one. Plus, it's cold out. Yeah, but now lately it's been like, oh, it's only 12. Oh, I still got a couple hours. And then by the time I take Uber, I'm like, shit, I drank a little too much today. So, yeah, you know, I, I think I have to slow down again, dude. <laughs> well, you said that you lost all this weight, but then like now you gained it all back. I, I've heard you talk about that on stage. where you. you oh, that was from just going to California, oh, dude. Yeah. yeah, I mean... Just not eating. Yeah. Oh, not eating? Just being poor and, you know, not having your favorite hot dog pizza joints <laughs> right next door to you. Well, Fair you enough. can't eat there like everyone. So no, that's what I mean. It's insane. And then, you know, I was out there without a car, so I was Ubering everywhere and lifting. So it was kind of like, all right, should I spend money on getting around to do shows or 
or picking out. Yeah, yeah. So, so what do you? You heard the joke I did about the weed, right? Like, no, they got all the fucking best weed in the world there. Well, I know nothing that. good to eat. You know what I mean? Like, so that, that's where I lost the weight. Well, there's, there's good. Oh, we stoned in and hungry. There's food. There's good food in LA. Yeah. Oh no, there's great food in LA, but it's expensive. Yeah. It's expensive, and at two in the morning, it's hard to find. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's really hard to find a good little quick spot. You know what I mean? It shocks me. Everything shuts down. Yeah. Well, all the bars close down. Why wouldn't you have like something? There's good. And and then you just can't eat. I mean, you can't eat taco trucks all. You just get sick of taco trucks, man. You know. I was just gonna say the street vendors there are awesome. Or you so you think, and then the next. Yeah, but after a while, like oh my god, three hot dogs. They're good. So are you? Are you gonna? Are you? uh, Do you want to? You've had this experience of marriage. Let's say, do you want to get married again? Or I mean, you already have oh, kids. Oh no, no, You're not dude. Have more kids. Right? I mean, I, I think I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty like fucking sure about that. That you never want to get married again. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'll ever. Do get you don't married regret again, it dude. though, do you? No, no, no. I don't ever regret it. Because I mean, I mean, there's a lot of you. You have a you have this experience where okay, you've been with the same person for 22 years, and now you're single again, and you have a healthy relationship with her. It seems, and you have kids. So, like, most people say, that come on the show, they're like, okay, well, you get married because you, you fall in love and you have kids. You already have kids, so now you can just go out and go on Tinder. Oh, yeah, yeah, but the whole, like, that's exactly. I went through all of that, so I'll, I'll just approach it different this time. I mean, I don't, I don't even see my, I don't see why I would have to get married. But what I mean, you, I, you never know, though. I don't know who I would meet in 10 years, but... Well, and you also got married for the reason, you know, I mean, I'm guessing because she was pregnant. Was that why you got married? No, no, actually, the, the, there was a couple reasons why we got married, all right? The, the first reason was because we had a baby, and her dad was giving me shit about it. All right, uh, this, is, this is the part where I don't know if my wife would like that I talk about this. <laughs> yeah, I don't, we don't want to do anything that gets you in any trouble. No, so. no, it won't get, it's more of her personal shit that I don't know if she wants. But she was born in Mexico. Remember well, you, I tell you about that part? Okay. My wife was born oh, in yeah. Mexico. You talked about it on stage. There, yeah, but there was, well, there's a lot of details. Oh. That, well, but here's the thing, and because and, I don't want to, I, yeah, I don't want to get you in any trouble ramifications with, uh, with your, with your wife. And, but you were both very young and you changed so much, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, definitely. You're, it's kind of, your frontal lobe hadn't even finished. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Your your and both of us were like dumb and young. You know, like we both did. We were just talking about this a couple weeks ago, where, like, where we come from, we it was, all our friends drank from early age. Right. I mean, fifteen, sixteen. We were all smoking yeah. weed and drinking early. Fifteen, sixteen years old. And the way I met my wife was like that, with her group of friends and my group of friends. So when we first moved in together, we did drink a lot. I mean, I used to. I get. I, I worked at Walgreens at the time. This was like around, around two thousand, two thousand one. And I would stop at the liquor store every day when I would get out of work. Because I was 20, 20 years old, 21 yeah. years old. So I'd get out of work, I'd pick up a six-pack. And then my wife said, yeah, I get a six-pack of Budweiser. And then I, I told her one time her dad came over, and we wouldn't throw the bottles out. We would drink in the back where we had a TV. And her dad came up through the back and just saw like a week's worth of fucking oh beer bottles. Oh, my gosh. So I'm like, dude, your dad probably thinks we drink. We like we fucking drink like alcoholics, man. <laughs> and then she like we were talking about like we did like we did drink like alcoholics. Yeah. That's like a, we would have kept it going, sitting, yeah, yeah. And then we would leave the kid by her, by, you know, our kid by my mom's or her mom's. Oh, you want to get a little bit of bud and rent a movie or something? This is when it was cool to go to Blockbuster Video and shit right. and whatever. So we would do that like every weekend for at least three, four years. And right. then we were like, dude, we drink a lot. But that's you know? like what Netflix and chill is now for all the kids too. Yeah, so and it was better back shit. then because yeah. you can, you know, you can turn it into a whole date. You spend an hour at Blockbuster, walking up and down, walking the around, aisles. looking yep. for a fucking movie, <laughs> waiting for the movie to come in. Yep. And you're and you pick something to eat, pick up <sighs> that's something. The worst. 
The, oh, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. You had to wait for the new releases and all that. Uh, and they're dropping <laughs> off. Are you, yeah, you, Do you have cliffhanger? Is that cliffhanger? Just gather. <laughs> but like, see, that, that, that like to me, too. to me, that whole process kind of made, kind of made a date a little more, a little more interesting. Because you, know, you talk get, about all the movies up and down the aisle. Yeah, and you had to go out like, oh, let's jump in the car, let's go to Blockbuster. It's a process. Yeah. It's a process. Where you want to stop and get something to eat? Yeah. Now that you sit on the couch for an hour and flip through. Fuck. What are we gonna watch? What are you gonna watch? And oh my, it's too many choices. Yeah, it's too many, right? It's too much. That's why I don't have Netflix. But I'm like the only person in the world that doesn't have you Netflix. Don't, oh, really? No. You know, I don't, I don't have Netflix right now, but I did have it for a while. Because I got the Fire Stick, dude. We'll talk about that later, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, the whole point is, like, I, I, if I had Netflix or a Fire Stick, I would never leave my house. Just like, you oh. wouldn't, bro. Yeah, and I'm would just I, so much more productive when there's, like, limited options of watching. There's only so many times you could watch Webster reruns from 1983. <laughs> wow. No, you're right, dude. Like, when I was in LA for the for the for the two months, I was trying to save money by just not hanging out too much. You know, I would hang out to mingle with the guys that I worked with, just so they go, you know, remember who I was. But in my head, I, I got stuck on Game of Thrones. I watched all seven seasons oh, yeah. when I was there. Dude. <laughs> I watched all seven seasons when I was there. In. But I, like, I would remember, like, I would like, I was at the Laugh Factory one night on a Monday, and the night before, I had just watched like four episodes of the end of one season. So I'm at the Laugh Factory. I'm like, all right, I don't got too much money. Oh, I couldn't wait to finish my shit and get back to the apartment to watch that, Game of Thrones. Oh, that funny. happened was to like me. Drawing. I was out there and I had an Airbnb who had Netflix. And I was like, these are all these stand-up comic shows that people were telling me I need to watch. I, I'm like, I'm just going to watch these. I'd like watch. And then at the end of the night, I'm at Laugh Factory too. And I'm like, oh, I could stay here, but I'm not even drinking. I'd rather go home watch TV. And that's what I did. Yeah, and I would watch Game of Thrones at 4 in the morning. Yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't leave home, dude. Dig- it, the, the same with New Year's Eve, Patty. It, it does keep you out of trouble. What, you left, left the I theater, left to, the watch theater to, watch, to watch a movie. So I was like, oh, I got to see this. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's a- and then you guys all went drinking. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm just going to go watch this. So, <laughs> But that's addicting. But, okay, so now... But what if you start meeting someone now and they want to have a like they want to be boyfriend and girlfriend? How are you going to get out of that? Are you just limiting yourself to like not I mean, even trying to to date someone? You just throw it out there right away. Know, what do you do? I mean, it's weird, dude. Because like that's what I I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I, I kind of kicked it with somebody a few months ago, and it's it, it's it was a little messed up because it was an old friend. Oh, and right. Oh. So someone who kind of knows your business. Oh, we've known each other for a long time. Wow. She, and. Uh, I guess we kind of liked each other for years, and then when the whole, you know, separation shit and everything happened, we kicked it. And I didn't want a girlfriend, dude. It's, right? It's you did just she, had did she want to know, be in a relationship with you? Kind of. Oh boy. Yeah, because we we started liking each other, and then part of me was like, dude, don't do this, you know, like. Well, you and then part of her was kind of like, you know, how come you're not calling me as much as you used to? And then oh, it starts going that way. And then yeah, and then I would avoid fights, and like I didn't get into to argue about shit. Like that's why. I'm not married anymore, and yeah, I mean, you can't just go run into just, another relationship. Yeah, no, exactly, and it's one of those things where, like, you know how they say about Latinas are feisty, right? I've, I've heard. I mean, tell- it's not even. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not <laughs> a never rumor. It's not a stereotype. It's, it's, it's Latinas are feisty women, man. I mean, they. Oh, if you say it, it's okay. I mean, I'm not saying it's <laughs> it's a jealousy thing or a. It's, it's demanding more, respect. It's thing. a demand. Exactly. It's, it's sure. a more Latinas, like yeah. I don't take that shit from nobody type thing. Yeah, and. The, the person that I was kicking it with was like hardcore like that. And, you know, <laughs> and it kind of turned me off. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of like, I don't want anybody telling me what to do right now. It just basically turned into one of those things. So she I've always needed, had a problem with authority. She needed external sort of representation of what you were committing to her rather than exactly. letting and, and, things and be. And the thing is that she knew. 
she knew my whole situation. Right. Broke uh, broke down the whole thing. She comes to a lot of comedy shows, and I mean, she, it, it, she was even kind of surprised about how it ended up being. You know, like, like you know what we do have to fucking because I don't want to get hurt. And right. I want, you know, so yeah, we kind of mutually agreed. But how are you going to do that moving forward? Like, where you get into? Are you are you having you? Do you think you're going to have that conversation, weird, dude? Like, or do you want to just be alone? I mean, no, no, you're no, going to be running you, around. Like right now. I'm, I'm not even... I just want to be alone, dude. And yeah. do stand-up, man. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm attracted to women. <laughs> you know, so if I meet somebody, I meet somebody. But it's not It's not something that I'm looking for. Dude. Not, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, not chasing I'm, it. You're not on the hunt. Yeah, like if I see a cute girl and I meet her, I'm not going to be the one, oh, calling her every day. Hey, let's go on a date. And if we talk, we talk. If something happens, something happens. But you seem to have like this... You were almost going into another relationship. And I can't say you have a pattern of being a serial dater because you dated the same person for 20. Did you date other people before your, before you dated your wife? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Cause when I, you, I started, I started dating my wife, what junior year. And even at that time we weren't like boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, I was still talking to a girl. You said that I boyfriend twice and girlfriend. Was well, there another boyfriend, guy? Girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the freaky relationships. Man. I was tracking. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, but it, it was you, one of those things where like, uh, Put it like this, man. When you have a kid at 19 years old and uh, and you party a lot, you're very careful about getting another girl pregnant. <laughs> but I'm so saying at that, that time, my age, it's kind of like when I already had my, my daughter. Here, here's what a lot of people don't know either. My wife, we lost a baby before our first daughter. She had a miscarriage. Oh, so and sad. then we had Alexis. And then we had Angelica. And then my, we, had another, we lost another baby in 2007. And that's kind of when everything changed because that baby was stillborn. Uh, yeah, like like my wife was like six months pregnant when we lost her. Uh, so it was, it was one of those. Uh, I was I just never I've always been careful in the sense where, like I got fr- all my friends got baby. We all had kids at a young age, so it was, it was one of those things where like if I keep fucking around and have more babies, <laughs> I can't be doing that. Did you lose your virginity to your wife? No, no, hell no, dude. Hell no. Now where you grew up. <laughs> <laughs> nah. How old were you she when you lost your virginity? Dude, I was young, man. I feel embarrassed telling Patty this. That's okay. I, I've I've had uh, friends who said they were like 12, 13. I was about 13, 14 really? years old. Really? Wow. Yeah. Eighth grade. <laughs> That's impressive. Or not. I don't know. Well, here's the thing, though. When, when you when you ask a 13, when you tell somebody and they're, when they tell you they were 13, it wasn't like we had like fucking 50 shades of gray sex, dude. You know what I mean? No. It was like, oh, you want to try this? Oh, my God. That was weird. And then... <laughs> And then you move down with your life. You know? <laughs> Just don't leave any stand. It was like the word. It was probably like I don't know the best one minute of my life, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and but you did you date anyone else before your wife, or you were like yeah, yeah like I had when I met my months? wife, I, I had a girlfriend. I had a I had a girlfriend when, when was, I met my wife. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was I was you know, but you're 16. I mean, I was what 17, dude. So at that time, like the more girlfriends you had, the cooler you were, you know. Okay, you're competing with your friends. Oh, you're from Hinsdale, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I I was a late bloomer. Nobody, Look, I mean, I I'll be honest with you, man. I mean, I got them kind of friends where it was like, bro, I got three bitches, bro. No, I got four bitches, bro. It was, that's kind of how I grew up. It was weird, you know. Back no, in the yards, baby. Well, I'm sure maybe <laughs> other guys did, but Chicago I Chicago Public Schools. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. I should probably get my son out of that then. <laughs> oh, he's, 
Nah, it's a, times have changed though. <laughs> times have changed. Sure. Things, things are. I mean, these kids can pick up a lot more shit just on social media. Absolutely. Honestly, that's how I feel now. You don't even. Doesn't matter what school you go to anymore. No, it's. So it's all about the social media life, dude. Is what's turning these kids out. Yeah. Back then, you had to be in that school with these crazy people mm-hmm. and get involved with this shit, you know? Because there was no social, you know, this is 98, 97. Yeah. You had to be in the mix. <laughs> you had to be there to do it. And now what is it going to be like for you going out there? I don't know, man. It's it's uh, it, that's, it's a hard a- a question to answer because, like I said, it's something that I'm not looking for. It's right. weird. You know what I mean? Like, like I can what? sit here and tell you, oh, I want to meet a sweet girl, but I, I don't. It's weird. You have this new freedom now, but you don't know how you're going to use You're it. easing like, into it. So, put it this way. I've calls. <laughs> 20 years... Of 20 years of raising my kids and then 10 years of doing stand-up. And then these last 10 years, I would say last seven years, probably since I got laid off, five years, just struggling financially, trying to find another girlfriend is is probably like at the bottom of my list right right now. I need to get the comedy shit straight and get my money straight. That's what I'm concentrating on right now. Because it was cool having a city job for 15 years, but doing stand-up full-time for five, six years... I should have put you in a hole, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I literally burned through all my savings. <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah. Uh, so, but it, but there's a, a rele- there's a sense of relief knowing that I don't have two babies at home. Right. That need fucking pampers and shit. They buy both of them have jobs. They I think my oldest daughter has more money than me in her bank account right now. <laughs> she gets a paycheck every week. As long as she's not doing comedy, she your probably job. does. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. that's kind of why I'm just like, you know what? And and that's another thing too. I'm. I'm kind of back in that I don't give a shit mode, which feels so fucking liberating, dude. Like, like I live, we all live in the same house, and my sister's always like, you need to get a full-time job. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Because to me, it's like the kids already have jobs. I pay the bills that I pay in the house. Right. As long as I make enough for that, I'm good. So there's part of me where, like, I'm sitting on the couch at 11, like, I don't got a job. I got a gig tonight. I get to chill. I don't <laughs> have to worry about shit. You know what I mean? So there's, like, this, like, liberating feeling about that, man. It's good. That's great. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I worry about bills, but I'm not nothing big. I don't. I'm not gonna lose a house. Uh-uh. I got a car that's already piece of shit car that's already paid for. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's Joey time. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's kind of like these next ten time. years are just gonna be me doing me for you know. And whatever that brings, I like that. Yeah, and like you said, if if for some reason in three or four years, me and my wife end up fucking back together, then we end up back together. Yeah, let's go. You know, so we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Joey, we're out of time. Where can uh, where can people find you uh, online and stuff to find uh, out more about your comedy? Find uh, on Facebook, Joey Villagomez. Twitter, same name, Joey Villagomez. Instagram. Uh, my website should be done by March 15th, <laughs> joeytheclown.com. But my album is coming out March 1st. Excellent. Congratulations. That's the one I recorded at CYSK last oh, nice. year. So Joey yeah, the Clown. Joey joeytheclown.com will okay. be the website. All right, great. So. Well, thanks for coming down, Joey. Appreciate it. And thank you, guys. Thanks, Patty. And thank you for and having. Thank me. you, Mike, for our engineer, for making sure we sounded good. And that's another episode of Singles Only Podcast. Everyone, thank you. Take care. Ooh.